This week seven college football picks edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. Winning season continues at MyBookie, and they're now offering a free twenty dollars bet with the promo code SGP twenty. That's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP twenty to get a free twenty dollars bet with your first deposit. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay per head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. This is Jerry Glanville. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean second, the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's up? Kramer dog. What a week, Sean. It feels like we haven't talked in, in, in years, almost just constantly on the mic, constantly giving out stone cold locks. Sorry. Say lock. Sean. I like the way you enunciate lock, 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 stone cold. That's what we've been doing. That's what I've been doing so much. So I stepped outside of my own body. Wow. To give Outer you body a body pick experience to, to fade my new hero. <laughs> I might be on the wrong side of history here, but Lane Kiffin, <laughs> rap poison, baby. Let's fuck it. Sean, when you sent me that clip, sorry, bring on the guest. Yes. Join us as always talking college football, the host of the college experience. Make sure you subscribe to that <sighs> feed. Pick Dundee, AKA Colby Dan, AKA the Danta base. What's up, Colby? Uh, I just want to say happy Thanksgiving to all the Canadians out there. Oh, we do have a lot of Canadian. <laughs> we do have a lot of Canadian listeners. Guy hit me up for a player prop last night, gave him out DK Metcalf over four and a half. Oh, well and that done. was even just that, you know, I wasn't even playing any player props. Just had to sweat out that crazy. Uh, survivor pick in the uh, circus survivor. Not to get too much into the NFL, Sean, but sure. we are lockstep because I I went online and I saw that. I don't think I tweeted it out, but I saw that prop and I was like, really? DK Metcalf only going to get four and a half I catches? Mean, that guy is a fucking beast. I've never seen Sean be more interested in the way another man looks. <laughs> DK uh, Metcalf, watching him work out, I'm like, look at this fucking asshole. Well, well, wearing up. a crop top. This is all Kanye's fault. I don't, fault. I don't and know. Sean, and Sean goes, he he's pretty he's pretty much a beat like something <laughs> along the lines of yeah but look at those abs no well and again it was hilarious when him and uh, him and Pete Carroll had like a a battle taking off their shirts and yeah you look Love at him Pete and you're Carroll. like what is this guy trying to sell me fit tea is he like an Instagram model like what <laughs> what is this guy's deal but then you watch that rookie year yeah. and he just dominated and maybe I became biased because I saw how he closed out that, that playoff game against the Eagles mm -hmm. by just being like, no one can guard me. No one could. I think I made him number one uh, or right up there in the, in the top 10 fantasy football rankings. Cause the we dude were high is just on him. And if you listen to us, you're doing well, because I think there are a lot of people in that four or five round range. When, when you were like, do I take, is it too early for DK Metcalf? Anyway, back 
to the collegiate guy. Back to the guys not getting paid, Sean. Please. Well, no. at least at least over the table. Yeah, I'm sure DK Metcalf at Ole Miss <laughs> got a bag of cash. You well, think so? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, and, and perfect transition. Because he lifts. He's lifting. The, <laughs> he needed something to lift weights with, and he had these nothing are, else. These these athletes, these student athletes, need a couple extra bucks. Speaking of Old Miss, Old Miss was Ryan's lock that hit plus twenty four KSU. My lock that hit plus seven and a half. Charlotte minus three. A game no one watched. That was Colby's <laughs> lock. That hit. So CLTs, we, baby. I'm three and zero. Oh, ATS with the CLTs. Another back to back triple locks for us and you guys. Brought home some nice. Wait, do winners. we need to introduce something new when a triple lock happens? What's that? Oh, the cowbell. Ring that bell. <laughs> The idea was to wait until Mississippi State won a game to ring the well, cowbell. I'm at the point where if KJ Costello throws a pass to the offense <laughs> and it gets completed, I'm gonna this ring the cowbell. Right. So Colby, you're gonna take one of these home, and every Mississippi State game, when <laughs> when an interception happens, oh, you're no. gonna you're gonna go live with a video of you ringing that no, no, no. touchdown, when, touchdown, yeah, or a completion. At this completion. point, I'll just take a fucking completion to the offense. Oh, oh we want to we want positive reinforcement, yes. not yes. And I was, I was thinking more of the shot collar approach. Shout out if you're watching on YouTube, you're probably wondering why we have uh, six or seven cowbells. <laughs> shout out to all the great fans who sent in cowbells after the request went out. Cousin Mush sent one in. Uh, cousin Mush just could, probably was because he just won a massive bet on the money line and wanted to share some of the proceeds. So that was that, that was back to the LSU win. And then uh, Mississippi State diehard fans, Brent and Caleb, both oh. sent those in. So Hell yeah, hail state to those guys and thank you. We, we're gonna get it on. Track. Look, they still severely outgained. Kentucky won with 157 I, yards of offense. Can I put the motherfucker had like three completions? Can I put something Two out there? Two pick sixes, yes. essentially. We we didn't. COVID happened. Mike Leach wasn't able to invite his closest advisor. Oh, his closest no, it's friends. Us. It's us. He needs the mojo. He needs us bringing down there. He does need. Clearly, they need a little bit more time to figure out the air raid. Or at least at, you Timing. need to get rid of Costello. Yeah. He's just he's just pushing it so much. It's so annoying. I think it. had Costello seen him miss that forty-seven yard field goal, Kramer would go down there, <laughs> miss that forty-seven yard field goal, and say. Fuck. By, by the way, guys, I have I've started my training. Uh, you wouldn't believe it. My parents have been sending me boxes of old shit from growing up. Mm -hmm. Just got a T. A football. Oh wow! Tee. Look out! So Here he comes. I got a, a kicking tee circa like 1993 that I'm going to start training on. Anyway, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I think it's got a lot to do with the fact that we have not been down there to bless the great yeah. campus to show Coach Leach that we are in support <laughs> for you guys to cheer in the press to box and the, get yelled at. The fine people of Starkville had to eat a coleslaw. For sandwich. me to not eat a coleslaw <laughs> coleslaw sandwich. All right, before we move on to the picks, just a couple more uh, touting to get a. Uh, okay. uh, to, to cover here, I didn't Colby dogs yet. So mm, mm, Colby se 17, 10 and three in his six pack so far. Kramer dominating the top 25 going 10 and five. Everyone is above 50% I, overall. I have some even more detailed nuggets, sure. uh, mainly really what, what you want to do is if you want to follow uh, Colby, take him taking his six pack plays 17 and 10 yep. on the season. If you want to follow someone who just knows how to pick stone cold winners, again, I don't know what games I'm picking when I'm coming into this. Colby does. Uh, you want to go to the top 25 or really any other game that isn't Colby's six pack where you'll find that I'm 18, 10, and 
won against the spread. Well, so I mean the top no, no, team, team effort. Yeah. So that's how you want to play it. Now, if you want to play Sean, <laughs> just just stick with his locks and his dogs. Yes, no, I'm hitting. Uh, Colby and I are hitting our locks at eighty percent. Uh, everyone doing pretty good on the dogs. Kramer fifty percent. ECU baby. Me forty. Colby forty percent. And Colby even bringing up the bonus locks, hitting at eighty percent. And for the record. Because this is technically my first losing week so far. I went five, six, uh, five and six, but one game was postponed until Wednesday. So the week is still pending, but you wouldn't <laughs> believe it. It's the Coastal Carolina game. Chanticleers. Which, wow. by the way, who knew I was going to get shit on Twitter for saying I that a teal it. field is gross? I love it. I love it, but anyway. Hold on. Let's talk about. Well, hold on. We're not done yet. Okay. Let's do- hit the dog. Well, last thing DMX needs to chime in because. You didn't give us credit. Colby hit a dog with Jimbo. Mm. I hit a dog with Kansas State. Your lock, Sean. Never in doubt. That was easy money. With the backup quarterback, Thompson's out <laughs> for the year. Uh, you know what I'm seeing in a Kansas State team? One team in the Big Twelve is playing defense this year, <laughs> and they might just have an opportunity to win it now. I mean, uh, that quarterback. I mean, he can run though. He, he struggles throwing the ball. A little and bit, guess what? But- Wouldn't it be great if the Big Twelve winner lost to the Sun Belt? Let's fucking well, go, man! Iowa State too. Which, by the way, fans of the program would obviously following me on Twitter at Kramer Centric. They will see that I have updated my Twitter bio to Sun include Sunbelt Specialist. <laughs> so you're welcome, Colby. If you can give me the hashtag for that, thank you. Yeah, yeah, man. Hashtag, hashtag SBS. Yeah, yeah. Sean's trying to pay specials. Uh, do but but okay. Do you think? Do you think? Let's get going. Let's uh, let's just. Thank you for giving us permission to do it. <laughs> you know who's doing their thing? My bookie dad, AG. And they're uh, mixing it up right now. If you use that promo code SGP20, $20 bet. Now we've been throwing out a free $20 bet. We've been throwing out some fun player props. Of course, maybe you take some of these long shot dogs we've been hitting on at a, a tremendous rate. Again, only a $45 deposit, and you just get a $20 free bet. So easy, so simple. MyBookie.ag, use that promo code SGP20. They got a simple formula over there. Play, win, most importantly, get paid with my bookie daddy G promo code SGP20. Hey, Colby. Yeah. You know what that song could use a little bit more of? What's that? Cowbell. Oh, man. <laughs> no. Well, hold on. Let me, let me just talk about AM. Shout out to Saturday Night Live, Bill Burr. <laughs> more Cowbell. Guest of the program. Oh, that was great, man. That was a great, great episode. Yeah. And since Bill Burr's appearance on our podcast, where he defended Baker Mayfield, saying they need to give Baker Mayfield a break, since that time, the Cleveland Browns have gone four and zero straight up, and Bill Burr has appeared on Saturday Night Live. So quite a heater he's on. And I feel like me and Bill would be fast friends because we both thought the same with Baker. You yeah. know, I was oh, high on Baker. Oh. I thought four. You turned McGillicuddy over here. I was always I mean, man when they I, drafted him. I, I was, watched yeah. that Baker game. Uh, their defense and skill position are, Before, are good. four right, offenses so. in four years. Yeah, I'm just telling you. I watched that game. I'm still not on the Baker train, but you, uh, you appear to be right about Sam Darnold, but not right that they're better off with Joe Flacco, the New York <laughs> jets. That was a bit, that was a bit too far. Colby. Hold on. Let, let me bring this up though. A and M Florida. I'm on the money line here. I told you Florida's counterfeit. This is why you should tune into the college experience because we do a real top 25 because they have the same record guys. They're two and one. They played each other. Guess who's ranked higher. I would imagine that who, well, Texas A&M probably isn't ranked higher for some reason, even yes. though they're only lost with Alabama, right? And Florida's only two wins are against teams with losing records. 
wouldn't you think they would just put A and M uh, over them? Didn't we just watch the fucking game on know, Saturday? Not to to avoid a, a horribly macro conversation where we're not giving our listeners picks to to cash <laughs> tickets on. I do think it's very clear that if I'm learning one thing as a college football fan, and and Sean and I talked about this while we were watching the National Football League, this is better. What what's happening right now is a step in the right direction to disarm the preseason ranking bullshit because these teams are now having early season tests. They're not going to walk through and I think if there's one tech takeaway from COVID and if COVID's going to make college football better, we need to eliminate all non-conference play. Maybe you give each team one game, maybe two, almost like a bye week. Schedule it what you want. If you want to boost your schedule, schedule some tough teams. If not, you want a week 9 bye against fucking Arkansas State, go for it. I think I think that's what I'm learning as a fan that these these good teams when tested early in the season they're still vulnerable and that's the way it should be. If you're going to tell me your conference play matters so much, matters so much you don't need a playoff, then let's have it actually matter. 9 or 10 games in conference every year. Every, if you want to conference. If you yeah, want to expand same amount of games. If if conferences fucking dummies, if they want to expand and maybe make some more money without sharing it, Oh, what if a conference like the SEC had a four-team playoff? No one would watch that. No one would watch that at all. Imagine the television money, you fucking dummies. So yeah. if I want to change one thing about football, build bigger silos, get rid of cro- get rid of interconference matchups that matter. No one cares about those rivalries anyway. Yeah. And let's just make conferences matter. Like Clemson, Clemson, Georgia Tech happening every year is just retarded. Uh, Clemson. Georgia Tech. They're in the same conference, but they give them that oh that, that, that like that rivalry game. Yeah. I, I'm just simply saying, like, make more games in conference, have the tougher games start earlier. Cause to your point, you were worried about how conference was conferences were protecting better teams. They still they are. Yeah. And, and look, it, it doesn't matter. LSU was protected. Look what's happened. It, well, I think I mean they also you, when lost you don't, everybody, but, but when yeah, you don't yeah. have that time to get ramped up, they're college kids. Coaching's hard, and the coaches at the college level are not as good. So Anyway, I think if there's one big takeaway, I know Sean's just dying to talk over there. If there's <laughs> well, one, I just I like your one use t- of the word silo in a college football. Oh, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Sorry, felt uh, like I was on a Zoom call. Well, we are recording earlier in the day, so I'm switching gears. Corporate brain is still engaged. All right, let's crack one open and get into the Colby Dance six pack. Kicking off October 16th, which is uh, by my accounts a Thursday night game. Friday. Oh, Friday night game. Yeah. BYU, <laughs> three and a half point favorite at Houston. I'll, I'll jump here. I mean, I'm all over BYU. This oh. team, this team is just really good. And and maybe Colby has a, a good angle on why Houston is the play. They are a home dog. Uh, only one and oh. They've only played one game, but BYU. Three and zero straight up, three and zero against the spread. They just what look dominant, go and wrong. probably the public is pounding on it. They're at home, and it's Texas, so they'll probably have some fans in attendance. But I don't give a shit. Give me BYU. Sean Houston was the first team in ninety-one tries to cover a spread with a minus five turnover margin. That's insane. <laughs> That's a great nugget, Colby. What are you doing here? How- uh, I mean, look, Dana Holgerson, former uh, player for How Mummy and Mike Leach at Iowa Wesleyan. Runs a version of the air raid. Um, he looked good. They look good, but I think BYU. I think this game that the line is off. I, I think BYU oh. having having been tested. I understand. Oh, they only won by seven against UTSA. That was really fourteen, and UTSA got a garbage touchdown. Um, 
I like BYU to roll here. I think I think what they're just a more complete do team. Well up front. They have a pretty good. They're three and two. They got a good. They got a good pretty D good line. attacking yeah. front. What does Houston have? A really good. Their attacking whole, front. I was impressed with their whole defense against uh, Tulane. Here's what I'd say. If, and I actually watched this game because I Colby, you wouldn't, I figured out that if I come out into my, into the studio here, four TVs, I get four, three main games going. And then I take the ESPN four by Quad four box. grid and I zoom that in. So I have seven games on, I can, and now with the schedule as it is, I can watch it all. I watched this BYU team and they struggled to slow down UTSA's front from getting pressure, getting into the backfield. And I would say if I'm a BYU fan, that's what I'm scared of. We walked into this season talking about how we're going to back Houston. You're letting COVID overcome your desire to back Houston. I think they create problems for BYU up front. This is a juicy prime time spot. Hey, is Texas the state of Texas? Are they allowing fans? Oh my God! Did you see the? A&M oh my game? God! They are. <laughs> yeah. Let's go, Houston, baby. A and M game was like at capacity. I, was like, I mean, it's what? one thing to say, yeah, it'd be cool to go to a stadium and have some space around me, but yeah, there's there's some there's some Rona going on down there. It's cool though. Uh, Texas is cool. Though. No matter what, the Cougars will win. Yeah. See what I did a, there? It's a Cougar on Cougar <laughs> Cougar. The the great Cougar battle. UCF, the Golden Knights, laying three, going into Memphis. Memphis, a three point home dog, Colby, what are we doing here? Uh, UCF big Memphis. Look, Silverfield's not, uh, <laughs> not the ant. He's the, the new head coach, Ryan Silverfield. This um, is an interesting quick nugget. Last 10 uh, games between UCF and Memphis, UCF 10 and O including six and four against the spread. That's insane. Memphis is always the, uh, the second fiddle, right? And look, their best player, their running back Gainwell opted out. Uh, I just think, I mean, there's a reason SMU beat them. I, I think well, they, they, I, they're I actually, kind of trending down. I, yeah. I was going to yeah. say, I almost feel like the result against SMU makes them look better than they were. Um, this is, this is a mediocre team and UCF has shown repeatedly they can get shit done. So I, I'm with you. Let's go with the golden Knights. I'm also on UCF. I like UCF when they're like a small favorite, when they get these kind of crazy big spreads. Uh, that's when I kind of get worried about the golden Knights ability to cover and, and just uh, Overlook an opponent, but I think Memphis they'll be up for this game. They'll be dialed in, and, I, and three seems like the right number that they can cover. It does seem like we're going to be on the the public side of this, so yeah, caution. Road chalk, of course. Caution. Ole Miss heading into Fayetteville, Arkansas, oh, an God. SEC matchup. Ole Miss laying three. Uh, uh, Sa- not Saban. Um, Saban was getting at it with Kiffin about possibly stealing signs. And then uh, Kiffin pointing out that they were running their play so quickly they couldn't steal sides. And Kiffin kind of, kind of feeling pretty proud of himself with how close they came to winning, he and definitely, the- definitely aware of the cover. It, it, it felt like they were ready to dump Gatorade on Ole Miss for easily handing that twenty-four points. Well, spread. when you're not going to win the game, covering the spread is the next best thing, as they say, <laughs> Sean. Good teams win, great teams cover. Lane Kiffin, he wants to be great for those boosters, and. Uh, I think even the score itself indicate like this game was much closer. If you didn't watch yeah. the game, you're going to say this was a fucking arena football game, dude. And, and I, here's what I'll say though. I have serious questions about this Alabama. I don't think Ole Miss is very good. I, think I have that serious offenses. questions about this Alabama team. And if you're Nick Saban and you're trying to say that he was stealing signs, change your fucking signs, bro. Once you haven't coached yeah, with this, he's just so full of shit. But, but dude, the, the underrated thing here is like, I, I wasn't a big lane Kiffin backer. Of, I didn't even think the hire was that great, but what no. he did do 
I know the defense is a mess right now, but I like the Durkin higher on defense. I think he's going to yeah. be good. But Jeff Lebby, the OC from UCF coming over, but, but dude, this, this is offense the, is fire, but he's like a marketing guy. Like this is what he does. He covers the spread against Alabama. He talks a bunch of shit. He says that he's, he's in better shape than uh Saban, which I don't know if you look at the picture <laughs> over your shoulder, Colby, yeah. I, the Saban, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Saban in fight. Uh, Saban, <laughs> uh, maybe not working with a D cup. Uh, here's what I'll say. Throw all of that out. Ole Miss is a team that I'm going to love to take as a big dog covering. I'm not going to take him as a road chalk, especially coming off a game that was clearly their Super Bowl. Yeah. Arkansas is going to be the team. Dude. There's no way Ole Miss is up for this game. Uh, and here's what I'll Arkansas got hosed last week. They did get hosed. Did you watch this play, Sean? I, it might, you might've missed it, but the Auburn quarterback spiked. Oh it yeah. Backwards. No, I saw that here. You want to know how corrupt the sec that, is. that is just so we're all clear. There's no rule that says if you throw the ball backwards in a spiking motion, it's still a spike. Well, and so he also fumbled fumbled the the ball. Yeah. Well, so what act they what they ended up ruling was that they blew the play dead, so that it didn't matter if the other team recovered it, since it was already blown dead. When you review it, you can't really give the other team. But they do that all the time. When a runner is down and they blow the whistle and the ball is loose. They overturn it all the time. The, the, that's I'm what, telling that's you, that was their explanation. The I know. Point, I, I the, read it and I was like, "This is retarded." Yeah, the point they do is, it all the time. I, I don't. They think, got hosed. I think yeah. they're going to be fired up, and I think the Arkansas team isn't bad. Like they, I, from what I've seen of this team, I mean, they probably should have won that game against Auburn. They they seem like a pretty scrappy team, especially at home. And again, I think this was Old Miss's Super Bowl covering twenty four against Alabama. I'm on Arkansas plus three. Colby, are you on board? Or are you no, Ole Miss? I'm on Ole Miss because I think you like that offense. You like that rap, dude. I, and if anything, what that confirmed to me, you know, hiring UCF's OC and them calling hike at 32, Alabama couldn't get set defensively. Yeah, right? that could be trouble. For and Arkansas. that's why UCF would have been a challenge if they ever got into the playoffs. Is because UCF probably had more off more firepower than Ole Miss does when you look at the whole offense. So when when you can call hike that fast, it puts an unbelievable amount of pressure on the defense. And I just think. Arkansas doesn't have Felipe Franks is not there yet. Offensively. They're not a good enough offense to compete with Ole Miss. You know how you get right on offense, play Ole Miss. Yeah. I mean, that's the flip side of, of running a play every two seconds. Yeah. You can't be good at defense and he's not like, it's not like Ole Miss is just average. They're just, I mean, this might be one of the worst defenses in college football. Yeah. Yeah. But I still think, I think that, that there's too much, there's too much firepower there, man. We're about to find out come Saturday in Fayetteville, Arkansas. I give a sh- quick shout out to Thrive Fantasy. Uh, pretty fun. It's a new daily fantasy app. But instead of uh, doing it with player salaries, you're just doing it for over unders. I know a friend of the program, Alan Cooley, said, uh, Where's your college football games? He wanted to get in on those. They're working on it. They appreciated the feedback, Alan. <laughs> right now, they got NBA just wrapped, but of course, yeah. PGA, MLB, and the NFL. Even a little esport action for you, true uh, Dejans only. The NFL game, pretty fun, man. You basically, they give you 20 player props in each contest. You pick 10 over unders to kind of stack your lineup and uh, let it rip. They've given away over $1.6 million in cash prizes. Feel like the public is not all over this app no, yet, even yet. though they should be. Beat the rush. Head over to thrivefantasy.com. Use that promo code SGP. Get an instant deposit match up to 50 bucks. Thrivefantasy.com. Promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. Second half of the six pack Western Kentucky, UAB in Birmingham, Alabama. 
<sighs> Colby, what are we doing here? UAB. They've had a. Uh, I feel like I've been watching them the most out of random college football teams. Maybe because they got the head start and they were like one of yeah. the first games back. Maybe because you like Cisco and Dragons. Yes. Or welcome to UAB. Yes. Welcome to UAB. Friend of the program. He's a big fan, so I'm always following him on Twitter, seeing what's going on with the team. Is this number too big for them? No. Uh, Western Kentucky is struggling this year. They, they got. They looked pretty bad last week. Yeah. Yeah. They were down 38 nothing to Marshall. They got two garbage touchdowns late, uh, but that was one of my locks. Marshall minus seven. Dundee special. And this is another Dundee special. UAB is uh, the, the last game they played. They kind of let UTSA stick around, and uh, they didn't cover that game. Uh, they're not going to make that same mistake here. And first off, UTSA is better than Western Kentucky, I think. So give me the Blazers minus twelve and a half. I like Spencer Brown. I like Lucero. The the, the quarterback's got an arm. They they had a blessing in disguise when Tyler Johnson got yeah. injured. So Kramer, what are we uh, doing? I I this is the part of the 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 schedule the six pack where I'm just like we didn't need to we didn't need to make <laughs> this. T- you, you were doing well. Like you were you were hitting on smaller schools. The Conference Here. USA special one eight hundred pick Dundee. You That's do like doing. the Conference USA situation. I've been making a lot of money on them this year. I, I don't know how you don't take UAB. I I watched again every game was on in my, in the studio, so I watched a little. I made the mistake of watching Western Kentucky play football. <laughs> yeah, I'm riding UAB. They've they've shown some moments where they're the pretty solid program, well, pretty you, solid you team. You like the school president for trying to get the or the athletic director for trying to get the Komodo Dragon? Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. Once once the Komodo Dragon, it's hard to <laughs> yeah, fade I mean, this uh, Blazers listen, team. There's nothing cooler than a guy trying to get an animal can actually eat a human. <laughs> Where where are we at with that? It, d- yeah, we need to they found out they uh, spit acid and that became like a deal breaker. <laughs> I feel like this is the time to get the dragon going. It yeah. could enforce distancing rules in the UAB stadium. <laughs> you get too close, he spits at you. I mean, this is the year for it. Actually, it's the bacteria in their saliva. Sean. Oh, okay. Acid, All right, whatever. It kills you. you. So if you're not wearing your mask, it's gonna spit at you. And so I I've heard we talked about this last time, but someone. Tweeted at us that they stole the idea of putting the fans in those like hamster balls and uh, letting that. them run around. That I mean, that's just a great, uh, great gimmick. And uh, I, I don't know if a, if if a coach has COVID, put him in one of those hamster balls, let him roll up and down the <laughs> sidelines. It's a great visual. Marshall squaring off against Louisiana Tech. Just talked about Marshall coming off a big win, laying thirteen at oh. La Tech. Thundering herd is that number a little too big to to uh, give the Louisiana Tech Bulldogs, Colby? No, I don't think Vegas is caught up to how good this Marshall team is. They beat App State by by ten. They destroyed uh, Eastern Kentucky fifty nine to nothing, um, and they rolled. They were up thirty eight nothing against Western Kentucky. Kind of pulled I, it off, right? I think this team is legit, really good. This freshman quarterback they have is a stud, uh, and if anything, I think La Tech, who you know, I, I, they're three and one. I haven't been very impressed with watching La Tech play football, so I think I think the herd roll in in, uh, in Ruston. Yeah, uh, feel. I mean, I'm leaning Marshall too, but it feels chalky. I'm kind of scared yeah, that I'm taking the points at home. I, I think this is a. Do we know what the weather's going to be like? I don't. I feel like some of these games down and it's hurricane season. We're getting weird weather. Uh, and not to mention Louisiana tech coming off a pretty poor performance, not covering a the big past number two weeks. They got so, destroyed by BYU before that. Always yeah. good to buy low sell high Marshall, perhaps the high point of the season, get off that big win uh, against the Hilltoppers. I know you really like them Colby, but this is where I pump the brakes. I say not so fast. And I, uh, I fade Marshall. I think everyone's talking BYU is the potential team to run the table. And I think Marshall's that team. Oh, that's fun. 
Really? That, that, yeah. That's fun. I'm going. I'm going uh, Louisiana Tech with Kramer. I, I I just feel like looking at the slate. I got to get some. I got to get some home dogs in here, and uh, maybe a little bit of weather involved. Marshall coming off a. Eh, when you when you're just dominating that much, it's easy to overlook a team like Louisiana Tech and the Bulldogs. So yeah, give me Louisiana Tech plus thirteen. Last game of the six pack, Cincinnati early West Coast kick nine a.m. Four and a half point road favorites in Tulsa. Colby Tulsa has a home dog. What are we doing? Uh, well, Bearcats I, rolling. I am the owner. First off, Cincinnati in the top ten. That's kind of BS. How BYU is not, and Cincinnati is, but. Uh, I am a owner of a Tulsa Golden Hurricane over one oh. and a half wins in the AAC, and they've played one game in the AAC, and they've won against UCF. I think they win. I think they're better. I think they're better. Really? I, I think they could win the whole AAC. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent on that, but I, I think they are a as good as any team I've seen in the AAC. I like their defense. I think Cincinnati struggles on offense. I like Cincinnati's isn't, defense. Isn't that the story of this game? Both defenses are going to win their battles, probably. I think I'm, so. I'm going Cincinnati minus four and a half. I like what I've seen out of them so far. Tulsa, to me, that win over UCF was more about like they just seem to have UCF's number versus how they almost th- beat OK State though week one. That, that's yeah. true. I I and I I think Cincinnati's defense is what's going to carry this game and carry them for the cover. So I'll go. I'll go Cincinnati minus four and a half. I would wait to bet it though. I, I think if you like Tulsa, bet it now. I have a feeling this is going to get closer to three come kickoff. Kramer, it, it's uh, it's. It, I don't know if you look at the havoc stat for college. They basically collect all the things that you can do on defense: tackle for loss, sack, interception, pass defended, and add it all up and divide by plays. Tulsa is, has is one of the best defenses when you look at that, so does Cincinnati on the flip side, both offenses look horrible. This might be one of those situations where you take an under or something like that, but money's I, pouring in on the under. Is that, is that, a, I mean, that makes sense. Both of these defenses are are super elite. So it comes down to which, which team you want to take. I'm going to go Tulsa. I'm going to go with the database here. I'm going to take the points because I think in a matchup where Tulsa actually has the better defense. When you look at those metrics, I think they have the better offense too. And so when it comes down to which offense you do you trust to get it done, uh, I don't know if it matters if I can get four and a half points at home. You know why Sean's taking Cincinnati is because Tulsa starting quarterback Zach Smith is a Baylor transfer, and we know he's a closet big time Baylor yeah, Bear fan. Oh yeah, so you don't leave the program. Well, holding a grudge, and I love Skyline Chili. Shout out to Skyline <laughs> Chili. Ooh, speaking of shout outs, if you're watching on youtubecom podcast, you can look at the awesome party belt. We have in studio. I know what you're thinking. What the hell is a party belt? Well, <laughs> do you like uh, big, awesome wrestle styling belts? Do you yeah. like to party? Then you gotta get yourself a party belt, customizable. They got a, a ton made up for a bunch of sports teams tailgating. They're perfect to give out for winners of uh, the free roll football contest, mm. fantasy football championship. You're doing a cornhole thing. You're in a fraternity. Ric Flair approved. Ric Flair approved. Chris Berman approved. <laughs> Jesus, you know Berman <laughs> likes to party. Get some of those do do does like he uh, alluded to so many years ago. And besides having that sweet belt, you can strap on with whatever design you want up front. Give uh, two beer holsters perfect for uh, shotgunning on the go. I know there's a lot of busy dads and grads listening to the podcast. Hey, I want a shotgun. I don't have time. Party belts make it happen. Party like a champ. Just yeah. go to partybelts.com. Promo code SGP for 15% off. Partybelts.com. Promo code SGP for 15% off. 
Colby, big announcement. Colby will be giving out him and Patty C will be mm. giving out a party belt on the college experience. So stay tuned to that podcast to hear how you can win. Yes. A party belt of your own. Join the party partybelts.com promo code SGP. What well, real quick, Sean, I, I meant to throw it out during the Marshall game. Uh, when I, I got reminded when I was talking havoc stats, Marshall is actually the best offense in the country. Uh, maybe, maybe second to temple when it comes to that in terms of not allowing havoc for their offense. I'm so, telling you, they've been, they're really good, man. No, I mean, yeah. to, your, to your point, they, they are playing at a very efficient level. Yeah. Auburn, South Carolina, big SEC matchup. 9 a.m. kick. Auburn Lane three against the Gamecocks. Kramer, you're shaking your head. What's just up? A tiger versus a cock. A cock. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how this works unless you're Coach O. Uh, it, he it, hasn't been holding that tiger very well. Oh either. no, the tiger, or maybe he's holding it too tight. I don't know what's going on. Now let's see. We'll get to that next. <laughs> but man, the Gamecocks—they haven't looked great. But Auburn, Auburn is a team, especially after they won and that kind of that kind of got a huge break there. They're a team I want to fade. But South Carolina, I haven't seen anything really out of them that makes me want to ride them. I'm kind of torn. This Colby, real, what, what are you doing here? Show. I'm on the Gamecocks. I mean, I think Auburn, personally, I think they should be 0 and 3. The refs in week one, the, the Kentucky oh, touchdown. That Kentucky game, yeah. And then last week with the with the uh Felipe Fr- or the uh, Bo Nick spike, they should be 0 and 3. They're not a very good team. And and no. I think it's gonna reveal itself at some point. And I think South Carolina Against Florida, they left a lot of points on on the. On, they had some drops, so, some key. They're disappointing. Well, they're definitely underperforming. They, they, they had their chance against Tennessee. They played Tennessee really well, and then they destroy Vandy. I actually think this team is better than their record indicates right now. I like South Carolina. I like I think Colin Hill's better than Bo Nix right now. I'm not sure why. Like I, this is one of those trap spreads for me because I'm not sure who's taking Auburn. Like who's running to grab Auburn as road chalk here. Yeah. Is it just purely perception of a team that hasn't won a game yet? Well, yeah. And I think people are, I mean, again, like I said, South Carolina, you haven't seen anything out of them so far that you're amazed by, but I, I I'm on the same wavelength here. Give me the game. Cox is the home dog here. This Auburn team is just going down. I, yeah. I mean, they're pretty fraudulent. You feel like it's, I mean, they've had two wins that were, were really suspect and now a chance to kind of, uh, and maybe the game Cox get right at home here. So I like I like South Carolina getting the points there. Interesting spread here. LSU heading to Gainesville, Florida. Florida a 14 point favorite. I, I mean, I don't know what the opening line was like or the early the preseason look ahead line. Oh, I guarantee it was nothing like this. Wasn't yeah. this. I mean, yeah. it, LSU was probably like a 3 point favorite or, yeah. or even yeah. 4 or 5. This is a crazy line swing and yet if you go over to Odds Shark, you see the spread's consensus. 68% of the people are on Florida right now. This is a this is a tough game because Danger. I like my boy Kyle Trask. Of course, Florida's defense is complete dog shit and maybe that will they, ultimately They just fired Todd Grantham, their DC. Yeah, yeah, and maybe that will ultimately hurt his Heisman case cuz you you got to win enough games to kind of be in there, but Trask still looks uh, good, putting up good numbers. And LSU has just been a complete sieve. This, Horrible defense. Yeah, yeah this yeah. this this number of 14 feels like a trap. Like Instinctively, I feel like you should almost take LSU plus fourteen, just because of how crazy the line movement. Here's a reason why to take LSU plus the fourteen. Couple things: one, all-world tight end Kyle Pitts. Is that that, that's Florida? Yeah. Okay. Isn't that what we're talking about? I thought you said LSU's tight end. No, no, no. Sorry. The reason you take LSU. uh, The other Kyle on the team, as the announcers love, Kyle throwing a Kyle. 
Yeah. Uh, Kyle Pitts really good, really, really, really good. Real big part of the reason why uh, when this Florida team gets inside the forty of their opponent, they average six points a drive. And it's probably Pitts. Sean, did you hear that? Six points when they yeah. get inside the forty, they average six points per drive. I fully expect that number to regress as the season goes on. And I think we could see some instant regression. If Kyle Pitts isn't on the field, how many touchdowns does he have this year? Oh, I think seven, seven or eight. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Uh, he's absolutely an NFL talent. We're going to be oh, seeing him play on Sundays, sure. yeah. but that's uh, if you want a reason why Florida is going to regress that regress, that's it. And, and at some point LSU becomes undervalued. We, we coming into the season, we said they lost a lot. They lost too much to be good. Uh, this shouldn't be all I that. Mean, we didn't think they'd lose to Missouri, though. <laughs> well, that game did but get it, moved. <laughs> that was, you know, there, there's ex, you can you can talk about reasons, right? Uh, why they lost both their games. It all comes down to if Coach O is a motivation guy. If Coach O is it a seems like his only thing is is a guy who's going to rally the troops. This is this is a game to rally the troops, and you're catching Florida a little bit wounded, especially if Pitts is out. If Pitts is not playing. It's almost worth grabbing LSU early at fourteen, yeah. Because yeah. It, it Pitts will certainly drive this number down. Well, and I, I would say that Florida, we made the case for how bad their defense is. LSU has been able to move the ball to a certain degree, so I think getting fourteen points is just too high. And I think you you you're, you're going to get in a lot of trouble playing the transitive property of football in college this year early. Yeah, so especially. much. You think about how much they're changing week to week. Uh, in terms of overall time they've been together and practicing, it's a lot. It's significant. So let's uh, let's go. Yeah, Co- we're with Coach O, baby. <clears throat> I'm on LSU all Hold day that here. I, th- I think this is a the numbers off. I think Not- Flo- Florida's defense has had problems. I told you they were counterfeit, man. I don't know how they were ahead of Georgia in their in the rankings. Not to mention, ago. I am a top twenty five specialist. <laughs> Sunbelt and top 25. Love to get your take on this game, Kramer. Georgia heads to Alabama. Alabama laying five and a half points. There's been some flaws in this Alabama team, certainly, but uh, you know, I, I think the opening number was as high as seven and a half or like some early numbers. It's down to five and a half right now over my bookie. What are you doing here? To me, I gotta go Alabama. Like I, I know they've they've kind of looked down at times. But I mean, you're playing the they're they're under a touchdown favorite. Let's go. Yeah, I mean Nick Saban in the in the in this dominating Alabama era at home doesn't matter who the opponent is favored by less than six. Yes, please give me Alabama. Any chance we're looking at this as a they're coming down off of a big spot for some even it's not it doesn't make real logical I mean, you, sense. You can say that for Georgia too though they played Tennessee in a big game. Yeah, and yeah. that that Georgia I mean, game fucked Tennessee up. But that I think that took a lot out of that Georgia team because they so? were they were losing at halftime. They were losing at halftime. Had to have a big comeback. I mean, you could Defense work it two ways. Worked it, well, worked it out. The one thing that I noticed from that game though is Stetson Bennett, although better than the 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 quarter the quarterback I'm struggling to think of his name that started the Arkansas game. Um, he's not. You mean childhood Georgia fan? He's not elite man. And I think I think to play Bama, look, Georgia's defense is fire. It's the best probably in the nation, but yeah. Bama's going to get some points with that offense. They have two like first round draft pick wide receivers. I just don't know how good Alabama is on defense this year. I, but my thing is, I don't think Stetson Bennett can keep up with the amount of points Alabama will get. Mm, okay. So I'm, I mean, I'm all over Alabama here. You're entitled to your opinion. But when I saw this, I was like, Oh, oh here, here's the problem. A I'm probably getting a little too cute. Yep. But when I look on paper, and I know I probably well, you are the twenty five top twenty five specialist, but I think, <laughs> I think, 
what I would be approaching this as if I'm Georgia is this is a, we have a chance this year. I don't this, think so. This Alabama team is flawed. I, I'd see, but I, they I, had to go deep into the fourth quarter against a dog shit Ole Miss team. Georgia, Georgia's offense is not as good as it was a couple of years ago. Yeah. And for me, this is about the defense. I think the conversation we're going to be having next week is wow. Okay. Georgia. Okay. I just got a D I think, I think Stetson Bennett is not the answer, man. I mean, as it's, much a tough as I like him, it's a tough yeah. matchup, but I I'm telling you this, Nick Saban drained some energy to take down Lincoln. <laughs> I, I, I believe that there is an emotional component here that is going to put Alabama in a little bit of a letdown. Mm. Spot. So may, uh, maybe first half, but I, I think at the end of the day, Alabama and no one rolls. lets down against Alabama to your earlier point about them coming off a tough game. So so you're on Georgia plus five and a half. Me and the database riding Alabama minus five and a half. One of us likes dogs, <laughs> hungry ones especially. Oh yeah, ace per head. Everything is starting your own sports book. Now is the time. College football action, MLB, the NFL, primetime games every day of the week. It's a cornucopia, a just a feast of gambling action. Almost too much to bet on. Ever thought about offering your? Your betting clients, player props, mobile in-game wagering as well. You can do it all over at Ace Per Head. And you don't need to know a ton about setting up a sports book. Ace Per Head does all the heavy lifting for you. All you gotta do is go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. Aceperhead.com slash SGP. Sign up there, use our link, and get up to six weeks free. That's right, six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. Ooh, heading over to Blacksburg, the Virginia Tech Hokies made the sheet, laying ten and a half after a disappointing win against you or loss <laughs> against UNC. Squared off against Boston College. Well, they're starting to win the COVID battle. Yes, and that's the most important battle. Only down fifteen players last week. A big upgrade for Dude, the Hokies. Did you know their entire secondary was out? Yeah, I was gonna say they didn't start one guy. <laughs> I, I mean, this that is that played for them back to back road spot. And you're may arguably passing, or you're arguably facing. They showed a lot of heart to me. One of the top, if not the top, passing attack in the ACC. Yeah, I think they. I mean, when you're no, going, they against, were the, they were better than Clemson at when, passing yeah, last when year. You, yeah. When you are going against guys that are going to be playing in the National Football League, who's the wide receiver on UNC? That's one. Daz Newsom. He's he's a, he's an NFL yeah. receiver, yeah. and and when you're forced to play him man up, I mean, if you watch the tape of the highlights. Most of UNC's like scoring was just on big plays to these guys who are. They have just, two elite running backs too. They're, they're good, North Carolina. And and so ba again, back to back road spot. It not wasn't a plus situation to start with. You you sprinkle in uh, COVID still happening, especially the way it impacted. And then and then their best uh, D back that was playing or one of the best uh, that was playing gets knocked out with a bullshit targeting call. Oh dude, they were bad this weekend, man. The Miami Here's what I'll say about targets. It is funny. Yeah. I just uh cuz I'll be like clicking around, checking games in and out and then I'll be following Colby's feed and it'll just be like that's bullshit targeting. That's not roughing <laughs> the passer. And I just want to quote tweet it and say like this could apply to any game. So that's <laughs> true. That, and that's why I tweet. I know it's hilarious. But if you watch yeah. the Virginia Tech game and you watch this specific play the quarterback slid after the DB had launched to tackle. And he actually, the reason he hit him is he was holding up. He was picking up to like not hit him. And the, he made like, he made that contact that Dude, looked bad. The, and so uh, whatever, I mean, I can't, I would love to watch. Uh, I'd love to watch this Virginia tech team at full strength, take on UNC later in the year, because like you said, they, 
they they showed up. They were they they, they showed they did hard well. coming back from from down three uh, again, scores. I, yeah. Something is going on with Fuente. I had nine to one in game in my pocket. <laughs> Sean was with me, and I was like, yeah. And then they made they got they cut it to five, and it's like holy shit. Um, but coming back to the game at hand, now they come home to the friendly conf. I don't know if it's so friendly with the way that COVID's treated Blacksburg, but they come home to the friendly <laughs> confines against a team that I think we weren't quite sure if Boston College was hey, Jeff Halfley doing good. doing a good job, man. It, they're not a good team. I'm impressed with his coaching in year one with COVID. Yeah, he didn't even have a no, spring. No. Yeah. But but if I'm gonna take, I don't. I almost like the fact that Tech lost last week from a pers- from the perspective of being able to bet on them this week. I don't love situations when my Hokies are laying a spread this big. It generally leads to me being disappointed and and less money in my pocket. Yeah. But I'm going to lay the points here. I think this is a very good matchup for them. Mm. And I think they're only, you know, they continue to get healthier. And the biggest thing was my biggest frustration with that game is if they play Hen and Hooker the whole time they win the game. Or at least they're in the game with North yeah. Carolina. I, I think the fact that they're still playing this Burmeister motherfucker, uh, like, all right, it I sounds get it. Sounds like it, a beer. It's cute. You want to yeah. you want to have him scramble around. He just can't throw the ball. Hennon Hooker can throw the ball too. This so. is this is interesting. Again, from our friends over at Odd Shark, they're predicting the score forty-two to twenty, really, in favor of Virginia I mean. Tech. And what kind of swung me is, and this is early money, so who knows where it actually closes, but. Ninety percent of the bets are on uh, Boston College plus the uh, number there. I'm a little worried about the Virginia Tech defense because it looked like uh, an arena team last <laughs> week. But you sold me, and uh, you know what? They're gonna have nine guys out day of. I'm taking BC plus yeah. ten. And do, do we have a number on what on how many? We've like, gone that, from, that's my we've gone from on 25 to 21 to 15. I thought it was 17. 15. Okay, 15. How many coaches are out? I don't uh, care. They have, they I'm going to take Boston College. Two, two yeah. things. If you're if you're trying to understand uh, how the impact is, one, if you can find out what the status of their defensive backs are, because remember, Caleb Farley opted out before any of this happened, and he's going to be a first round pick potentially. Yeah. One of their cornerbacks. So if you're worried, the deep, the, I think they are scheduled to have all, if not almost all of the DBs back. But well, the key thing is Hendon Hooker. That's well. Also, Hendon Hooker doesn't lose. Hendon Hooker is just—he's the perfect Fuente quarterback. I would say also the defensive backs because BC can't run the ball. They've been forced to throw the ball. You know, I I originally was coming into this saying until I know that they have a healthy team, I'm going to take BC. But you know what? Give me the Hokies. Give me the Hokies to get it done. Yeah, you talked me into it. I'm going to I'm going to say BC. Uh, I think uh, Rona has a late surprise for Virginia Tech because they're the Eagles. He had to go to the Eagles. Uh, you know, it's going to come down to this. If, if Boston college, the reason North Carolina fucked Virginia tech up is they got them out of their running game early by putting them down 21, nothing. If they can, if, if Virginia tech can just be running the ball with Herbert, the entire game, like that dude's a monster. Yeah. The, he's the best running yeah. back I've seen play for Virginia tech since maybe David Wilson. I mean, he, he looks more like Kevin Jones. almost. Yeah. I could see that Texas A&M squared off against our boys. In Mississippi State, in Starkville, Colby. Any word? I know you're close personal friends with Leach. I don't know. It's probably you don't want to be texting him after a after a tough loss and recommending that uh, Costello don't put him in the game again. What do we What do we got to do? Is there another quarterback option on this Mississippi State roster? What do you think the move is here? They got because clearly Costello. You can't just be throwing pick sixes every game. Like you just can't. Yeah, I mean. It's not that he's throwing pick sixes. It seems like he thinks throwing the ball 
into a clear pick he's six forcing. is yeah. better than taking a sack. Yeah. Well, and he's also I noticed, which was particularly frustrating, was he's afraid to run the ball, and he he seems like he has yeah. decent legs. He's a pussy. He's he's a pussy. Like when it comes to that, like I mean, dude, there was a game uh, in the Arkansas game. It was like a third and five at the like twelve yard line, and he runs. He could easily get the first down, yeah. but he did, was afraid to get hit. Well, and especially here's the thing, and not to interrupt you there, but. When they have three guys and then they're dropping eight, you need to get them to play up by showing you're willing. You're a willing runner as a yeah. quarterback. Slide, don't take the hit, whatever it is, but just pick up a couple first downs and that'll get all the safeties, linebackers playing up. It, I don't know if I'm Leach. That's a big. Uh, that's a big thing I'm hearing at home this but week. It's like Kentucky only scored or only had 157 yards of offense. Yeah, this Mississippi State defense I think is the best running defense in the nation right now, and if not, definitely number one in the SEC. Um, and one thing I just saw a and M starting wide out who they were already incredibly thin at wide out due to some opt outs and transfers. Uh, he tore his ACL. The guy who caught the game winning touch or the, the big touchdown late in the game against Florida. He's out for the year. Kellen Mon always been inconsistent. Give me the bulldogs on ring the it. money line. All right, let's go. <laughs> Everyone get a little ring in. Do it buddy. Costello. <laughs> oh yeah. Love me some Costello. <laughs> I mean, I think this is. This I think is actually, a it's not terrifying a terrifying situation. <laughs> right I, I think spot wise, it's it's as good as it can get for Mississippi State because you're playing a Texas A and M team again. If they had Gatorade, maybe dumping it after that big Florida win. Now they go on the road against a Mississippi State team that's looked like uh, pretty shitty the past couple weeks. Quite frankly, pretty shitty, completely <laughs> shitty. So I think Texas A and M. Maybe even overlooking Mississippi State, and and as road chalk, I'm taking Mississippi State plus six and a half, but it'll come down to Costello. A and M's first uh, home win against a top five team in like 15 years, so this is a great time to 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 catch them sleeping. Please continue to put Mississippi State on the sheet, so I have to pick them. I mean, my record is doing well in spite of it. Don't worry. So what are you doing, Ryan? I'm taking Mississippi State. Maybe maybe there's something to be said to take Texas A and M to fire up the. The Hale oh, State boys. Is that I did that once to to fire up our our gals at San Diego State. I'm not ready to do They're that. They're coming I, back, by the way. No, I, I like this spot actually. I, I think this is a great, 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 great time to play. I mean, if Mississippi State doesn't show up in this spot, we're in trouble. More this is a bet against Texas AM. Because back to Jimbo. <laughs> Jimbo. You guys know UMass is playing this week, right? Yes. I don't I didn't come on, that's up. my okay. bonus okay. lock, okay. baby. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, let's get to the final game. Final game of the uh, bigger matchups here. Kentucky heading into Knoxville, Tennessee. Tennessee disappointing. Couldn't come out with the uh, outright victory, but played a decent game. They're laying five and a half against the Kentucky Wildcats coming off their win against Mississippi State. I like this Tennessee team. I'm laying the five and a half, and this Kentucky team feels a bit fraudulent. And uh, I, I think. If you're not going up against Costello, who's going to throw you the game and really set you up with a bunch of turnovers, <laughs> that Kentucky offense really has some. That team. I know, really had some serious holes. So I, I like Tennessee at home here, minus five and a half. Uh, I'm going to. Am I'm, I wrong here? The Kentucky feels a bit fraudulent. Um, well, they should have beat Auburn week one, and they, they probably should have beat Ole Miss week two. But yeah, last week they looked like shit. Here's the thing, though. I've called for Kentucky to beat. They're going to upset. They're talented enough. They're going to upset somebody. We're not. Seeing this yeah. year, I don't know if it's going to be Florida. I don't know if it's going to be Georgia. Maybe Tennessee, but I do like this Tennessee team as long as Guantanamo Bay does not throw 
too many passes because you saw it against Georgia. He's a turnover machine. Give me Tennessee though. I think they got something good going. And look, Jeremy Pruitt's n- never had a win against an SEC coach with a winning record. Well, guess what? Uh, Stoops at Kentucky, they're one and two. So this would play into it. I I think it's for the same reasons you argue for Mississippi State, you argue for Tennessee here. The tough part is are is this a is this did they just have their dream crusher as you like to say against against the Georgia team that's really put them behind the eight ball in the in the divisional race. Yeah, but I I still think I mean they played really well in the first half. They got pushed around by a better team in the second half. I I don't know if that was like a demoralizing loss. If anything, I I think if you're the coach uh, and you're breaking down film this week. You you can point out like, hey, this is what we're doing right. We can do this against Kentucky. I think it gives them a little bit of confidence, actually, to a certain degree. And again, to me, it's more just a bet against this Kentucky team going on the road in Knoxville. I, I think after a big win, uh, I think they'll be smelling themselves a little bit. And they clearly were. Like even during that game, yeah. that's what I that's what I worry about. And Tennessee got humbled a little bit. Mojo wise, I, I think it's actually a good spot for Tennessee here. Let's get to it. The lock. Dog tease presented by mybookie.ag promo code SGP20. Get in on the action with a $20 free bet. So easy. No long term commitments. Kramer, kick things off. Who's your lock? Who's your dog? Tease, bonus lock. Do it all. Oh, I mean, for my lock, uh, it's it feels it feels a, a bit dangerous to do this, but man, I, I don't see, I just don't see Ole Miss showing up. Against Arkansas, so give me Arkansas, good spot here. Yeah, uh, fade, get back on the fade lane train. The, it, I mean, it's yeah. one thing for him to cover a spread when he's aware they're a big dog. It's another for him to road have to, chalk to win the game as a road favorite. For my dog, uh, college football world is shocked. Georgia gets the outright win. Wow! All right, what uh, do you, money line? Probably what one fifty? Do we have? Uh, it is. Yeah, we don't have. I'd say two hundred. Right, it's a five and a half. Maybe yeah. maybe 180, 200. And then uh for my tease, God, college football teasing in college football. Only Col- Colby can get this right. Um, give me Houston. Actually, you know what? Switch my dog to Houston. Okay. Wow. That's probably more like a plus one sixty. Um tease Houston up to nine and a half. Tease Arkansas up to nine. And uh, last, let's just keep teasing the dogs up. Let's go uh, South Carolina plus nine. Oh yeah, I like that. Colby, what are you doing? Lock dog tease. Uh, yes, my lock is gonna be. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, UCF minus three. Mm. Yeah, I could see you locking that. Uh, <laughs> my dog is gonna be Tulsa on the money line against you against Cincinnati. Tease wise, let's go with uh, what are we doing here? Let's bring UAB down to six and a half. Okay. Let's let's take. Uh, hmm, hmm, hmm. Let's go with uh, UCF plus three, and let's go with uh, Marshall minus seven. Sean, you forgot my bonus lock. Oh, okay. What's your bonus lock? Well, it's, it's uh, well, UMass is playing this week. Nice. You know, you know what happened the last time UMass played Georgia Southern, a triple option team. Sixty-three to seven last year. <laughs> it's a twenty-eight point spread. We're How much take money jo- did we make on Georgia? Last year? So, oh, by the way, Massachusetts, as of 
yesterday, no depth chart yet. So Georgia Southern <laughs> minus 28, Georgia Southern yeah. minus 28, baby. All right. I'm already taking that as my bonus lock as well. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm going to take the CLTs minus six and a half against mm. Florida international. I think that's the play. All right. Um, as my bonus lock. So yeah. What about you? They're stacking the money. All right, let's do it. Alabama minus five and a half. Uh, that feels great. Arkansas money line for the dog. Give you a small realistic dog here. And then uh, for the three team T's, I like Colby's UAB down to six and a half. I'm going to co-sign that. Give me uh Tennessee uh, plus a half essentially just to win the game. Final leg of a three team T's. Whew. Uh, uh, this is a, this is not the most teasable uh options, but BC up to 16 and a half. Oh, Fuck it. A lot of key numbers there. <laughs> I, I just think this over under the teaser spread Sean just threw out or number of hokies out with COVID. <laughs> that is a nice little uh head to head matchup there. And then also I'm stealing the Georgia Southern minus twenty-eight. Okay. Fade UMass. That is uh <laughs> as soon as that's up over at mybookie.ag, unload the bank account. It is right you now. You don't and it's great. It's, you don't it's even... available right okay. now. And guys, the, the other one that was on UMass's level last year, Akron kicks off on November fourth, I believe. So, so appreciate this this additional information. And our girl our, our gals are back October twenty fourth. Let's do it. So Pac twelve right around Let's the corner. Big ten. When is the Big Ten? Twenty fourth next weekend. Wow. Or no, what, what what's the day today? Yeah, next weekend. Yeah. So we got that to look forward to. Big Ten, Pac twelve coming LFG. again. Subscribe to the uh, college experience. Get all the uh, all the up to date college football and then basketball when that happens as well. Colby Dan and Patty C. And uh, they'll be getting a party belt. You want your own party belt? Partybelts.com promo code SGP. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, second the money green, and he is Ryan. If you want a bonus to the bonus, Florida State at home, 12 point home dogs against North Carolina, take the Tar Heels. Kramer, let it ride.